Hi guys, it's Claire, and this is Body, Birth and Beyond. This is the no bullshit fitness meets midwifery podcast that you need in your life if you are currently trying to conceive, if you're pregnant, or if you've recently had a baby. So grab yourself a cuppa and get stuck in because boy, have I got some content for you. Hi lovers, welcome back to Body, Birth and Beyond. This is episode five and today I'm gonna talk about how you can adapt exercise for pregnancy in order to keep yourself safe, but also rest in the knowledge that you know you're doing the best thing for you and your baby. So let's get into it. So as long as there are no contraindications for you personally and your pregnancy that stop you from doing exercise, then exercise is really, really beneficial. If there are contraindications for you, you should have been told this by your midwife, but likely by your obstetric team because any risk factors that prevent you from exercising in pregnancy will mean that you are going to have what we call consultant-led care. So you will be attending appointments with your midwife, but also with... Um, a consultant and obstetric team at the hospital uh, because there'll be risk factors that will need that will mean that it will need to be kind of obstetric led rather than pregnant um, uh, midwife led sorry so you should know this already if you're unsure go and ask your midwife or if you have a consultant ask your consultant But one of the main considerations to make is that when you're pregnant your body produces a hormone called relaxin now Relaxin is produced when we're not pregnant as well, and it's but it's produced at low levels and it usually spikes around ovulation because one of the roles of relaxin is that it helps embed an embryo into the wall of your uterus. And that is likely because of the effects that relaxin has on your uterus. So it actually relaxes your uterine muscles and the ligaments in your uterus. But when we're pregnant, we produce it more abundantly because of course our body needs to be able to adapt and make way for the growing baby baby um so it relaxes um as i said the the muscles and the ligaments in the uterus and that's actually really clever because when you're pregnant what that means is that that's your like mother nature's way of reducing the risk of you having a preterm birth because it will reduce the likelihood that you will have contractions before you're actually full term and ready to give birth to your baby It also relaxes your pelvic floor and abdominal muscles and increases the elasticity in them to make way for the uterus as it gets bigger while your baby's growing inside it. Um, But because it has these relaxing effects on muscles and ligaments and stuff, it also has effects on other muscles and ligaments around your body. So it can increase your risk of injury during exercise because everything's a bit more kind of, well, relaxed, I suppose. I was trying to think of another way to put it, but I don't really think there is a better way to put it. So relaxing essentially does what it says on the tin and it relaxes stuff. So very high impact and very high intensity exercise can sometimes bring more risk of injury with with it. Now that's not to say that you can't do it, but it just means that you need to be aware of that. And it means that you need to kind of take that into consideration when you're doing some of those things. The next thing to consider is if you are keen to continue lifting weights during pregnancy, or if you are newly going to be doing some strength training, lifting weights, resistance training, that sort of thing, whatever you wanna call it, 
You don't want to aim for progressive overload like you usually would outside of pregnancy. So progressive overload is where every week when you're doing your training sessions, you are trying to increase either the amount of load that you are lifting or increase the amount of reps that you are doing. And we also do something called training to failure. So in a set of exercises, you have a prescribed number of reps that you're going to try and do. And you want to be lifting a heavy enough weight so that by the time you get to, say, 12 reps, you couldn't possibly lift another rep because you've used everything you've got in the tank. So when you're pregnant, you also don't want to train to failure. You want to train kind of just below that. So not thinking about progressively overloading every week, but really considering about just keeping doing those movements, keeping um, your muscles warm, keeping them strong, that sort of thing, and also not training to failure. Aiming for progressive overload while you're pregnant and training to failure while you're pregnant will again increase your risk of injury and we absolutely don't want to do that. Another thing to think about is lying flat on your back. So you might hear your midwife say to you, don't lie flat on your back to sleep, lie on your side or lie in what we would call a semi-recumbent position, which is basically where you're just on a bit of an incline. And this is because um, when you're pregnant, your uterus and your baby, after you get past about 16 weeks really starts to grow up out of your pelvis and becomes bigger quite quickly um you know you'll you will notice kind of through that second trimester like how much bigger your baby kind of in your pregnant tummy gets and it's really exciting but it definitely means that other considerations need to be made now there is a major blood vessel that runs almost kind of like in line with your spine down the middle of your body and it's called the inferior vena cava And it's the blood vessel that takes um, deoxygenated blood from your, like the lower half of your body back up to the lungs to be reoxygenated again. And when you lie flat on your back, when you're past six, sort of like 16 weeks of pregnancy and your baby is a bit bigger now and your uterus is a bit heavier, it can cause compression of that inferior vena cava. And what that means is that sometimes your blood pressure can drop. Um... And it sometimes means that the blood flow to the baby can be slightly reduced as well. And you might feel like a bit lightheaded. You might feel not very well. So it's not going to do anything like massively dangerous. Like if you accidentally roll onto your back at night while you're sleeping, you know, nothing terrible is going to happen. But in exercise, we particularly want to avoid lying on your back for long periods of time because equally we don't like while we don't want any of those things to happen we certainly don't want your blood pressure to be dropping while you're in the middle of an exercise session so thinking about exercises that call you to lay on your back like um any sort of floor work that you might be doing um bench press with um a barbell or with dumbbells you want to think about how you can adapt those things so an incline bench press is a great way or a seated chest press is a great thing to substitute for it to avoid that from happening and that kind of leads me on to talk about abdominal exercises as well so ab exercises in pregnancy again are absolutely fine and safe but there are certain ones you do want to avoid things like sit-ups or crunches aren't great in pregnancy because you're a going to be in that flat position um, on and off throughout those exercises, but also because they can cause something called coning or doming. Now you may well have heard of this before. 
But coning or doming is where you like sit up or you sit in a, you're kind of getting up into a certain position and you might notice that the front of your abdomen kind of comes to a bit of a point and protrudes out more. And this happens because during pregnancy, your abdominal muscles separate slightly. And this is normal and this happens to everybody. It's called diastasis recti or divarification of the abdominal muscles. Um, But it's basically a separation. And your abdominal muscles are still connected by a membrane called the linear alba, which is kind of keeping them together. But when you get this doming, that is everything kind of pushing on your linear alba and it creates this like almost like a ridge down the middle of your tummy and this creates unwanted pressure and can cause um separation of your abdominal muscles a little bit more so we definitely want to avoid that exercises that are safe abdominal exercises that are safe to do in pregnancy are things like bird dogs planks side planks that sort of thing if you're not sure slide into my dms on instagram i'm always happy to chat or of course you can give it a bit of a google we do always want people to be careful with google because you can definitely go down the wrong sort of rabbit hole but there is a lot of good information out there so make sure that websites that you're looking at when you're getting information from google are trusted websites things like government websites nhs um, people who have got relevant qualifications to uh, support what they're talking about is usually a good place to start. But of course, as I said, I'm always happy to chat. So get in my DMs if you're not sure. Something to avoid completely in pregnancy is contact sport. Now, there is a fine line because I think sometimes w- women get pregnant or and, and other people think this as well, like not just pregnant women, but like men a lot of the time think that when their partner becomes pregnant, they need to all of a sudden like wrap them up in cotton wool and they can't do anything and they must lie completely still for their pregnancy. And this obviously, A, isn't true and B, is not helpful. We want you to carry on being as active as you possibly can. But contact sport is one of those things that we don't want you to be doing. And that's because it just carries such high risk of injury and potential harm to your baby. So yeah, don't lie still and not do anything for your pregnancy, but equally don't go and join like a local rugby team or if you're already part of a a rugby team, then you would need to kind of step away from doing that for a while. Things like walking, swimming, yoga, weightlifting, running if you like running are all fine to continue to do in pregnancy and will be really, really good for you. And some of the benefits of exercise in pregnancy are that you're going to hopefully help contain some of the weight gain that you have during pregnancy. Like it's absolutely normal to gain weight in pregnancy, but what we don't want is for you to gain too much weight and then for that to impact your health or your baby's health. So it will help probably contain some of that. It will keep you nice and strong um, from a muscular perspective. It will keep you cardiovascularly, cardiovascularly, is that a word? Strong and healthy. And both of these things will really positively impact the birth that you have. It will actually, um, studies have shown that women who exercise regularly throughout pregnancy, they actually have more well-functioning placental tissue than women who don't. And that will really positively impact the health of your baby. A baby that has access to a really well-functioning, healthy placenta, because essentially that's the baby's hub, like that's what keeps your baby alive is the placenta. Um, 
so babies who have access to a really healthy like well-grown placenta are going to be more well-grown themselves they're going to have better reserves for coping with labor so um there's a reduced risk of your baby being small for gestational age or your baby being even too big for gestational age it will also exercise will also help reduce the risk of things like gestational diabetes gestational hypertension so there are so many benefits to be had and also then the psychological benefits for you for your mental health being pregnant is hard and it it can be scary at times and it's overwhelming like your body's changing um you're going through this huge transition and you may well be freaking out as well about actually what happens after the baby's born and becoming a mum particularly if it's for the first time even and even actually like second and third times I know mums worry sometimes about you know, what life will look like with another baby in the house and how the siblings will adjust to having a new baby. And it's all, you know, it can all feel really overwhelming. And exercise is only going to help um, alleviate some of that overwhelm. It's going to help give you pockets of time that are just for you, where you can focus on the task at hand and also almost like um, shut out some of the external noise. It can help you process your thoughts and just kind of, yeah align things in your brain to make everything else sort of easier to digest if that makes sense so I hope that this was helpful um if you have any questions off the back of this please don't hesitate to as I said dm me on instagram I'm always happy to chat you can find me there or you can visit my website and contact me directly via my website I will put the links for though for both of those in the show notes and of course if you keep listening you can find out where you can find me on instagram and what my website is big love to you all and i will see you in the next one if you're interested to know more about body birth and beyond then come and find me on instagram at body birth beyond and slide into my dms for a little chat or visit my website coachedbyclaire.com both will be linked in the show notes <laughs>